Thank you for downloading the Focus on the Family Marriage Podcast. You can find more relationship insights at focusonthefamily.com slash marriage podcast. Well, thanks for joining us today. I'm John Fuller, and we're going to explore the importance of discipleship in marriage. I'm joined by Greg and Aaron Smalley. They lead our marriage team here at Focus. And Greg, um, discipleship, I often think of that in terms of, you know, there's a young man, and I'm going to try to disciple him. But this is something that works out in marriage, too. It really does. There's some phenomenal research by a guy named John Gottman. One of the things that he found that in marriage, one of the reasons that people have a strong marriage is that they accept each other's influence. In other words, you know, I think about all the ways that Aaron tries to influence me. Um, some of it I really am open to. Other times I'm very resistant to. Well, it's to. moment to moment. It really depends on where you're at. <laughs> <laughs> Which is so true. But also I'm aware of that research. And so when Aaron brings a concern, when she brings um, up something maybe that she's noticing in me, Really being open to her influence means that 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 instead of shutting that down, instead of getting defensive, that I'm open to really better understanding what what is she really saying, what 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 what's behind that, what is she trying to communicate, because there's something powerful about accepting someone's influence, and that's really a big part of discipleship yeah. in marriage. Hmm. Well, that's a good insight, and uh, let's go ahead and hear a little bit more about discipleship. In the marriage relationship, Jim Daly and I spoke with Pastor D.A. Horton and his wife, Alicia. The subtitle of your book is Fighting Together for a Gospel-Saturated Marriage. We talked about that last time, and you gave us some definition around that. You defined what that looks like uh, so eloquently. But you also believe that discipleship within your marriage is a key component for living our lives according to the gospel. I'm sure some guys are backing up from hearing that just now discipleship in my (laughs) marriage. That's where I want to rest. That's where I want to escape. That's where I want to get away because I've been beat up all day and work is tough and I'm trying to be the best dad I could be. I can feel men backing up because it feels too heavy. You want me to disciple in my marriage and you want wives to disciple their husbands in marriage. Describe that for us. Make that edible down to bite size. I think for us, um, it just came with understanding that we both had a lot of spiritual immaturity. And I felt like for me, I God had to really break me of my pride and help me to understand that I need my husband to pour into me and not just be my pastor, but be one that brings me back to Jesus when I don't want to go yeah. and vice versa. And once we realize that we are our strongest accountability partners, and that's a good thing and not necessarily a bad thing, then we both said, okay, What does that look like on a day-to-day? You know, can we stop and pray together? Can we go through a book together? You know, we begin to see what fits our schedules and make time for that. And even if it came from, hey, I'm going to listen to this podcast. Can you listen to it? And then we talk about it later. Sure. It came from both of us doing those things together. And we both felt edified and we wanted to do more of it. So I felt like those are some practical ways that we thought that we needed it and it helped us. But it had, to, for me personally, I had to realize I had to overcome my pride and say, I do need discipleship in this area because you're stronger in this area. And you know, the not. examples over and over again, to me, it keeps ringing in my mind that you're creating intimacy. Yeah. Everything absolutely. you're doing when you talk about the tools of a strong gospel saturated marriage, it's creating intimacy, which is what the Lord does. Yeah. I mean, that is his tool. Amen. Be intimate with me. 
and I'm going to take you places. But, I, you know, we're down to the last few minutes, and there were some cutting questions as I read the book mm-hmm. that really caught my attention. And these were questions you defined as for husbands to ask their wives. D.A., what are those questions that you might want to start with? You know, in the area of communication, uh, basically, how can I improve the ways I communicate? Also, does my tone of voice and nonverbal body language reassure or does it upset you? I, I so appreciate I so okay, Everybody's I just, cringing right yeah, now. Yeah, we've been married. My wife and I have been married for 34 years. Mm. These are questions yeah. I need to ask tonight yeah. because I know I, I put her off sometimes. Mm. I know there's an eye roll or there's a certain mm. tone <laughs> that just yeah. she hears it differently. Mm-hmm. So I appreciate very much what you're saying right there. Yeah, and it takes courage to ask, but it actually takes more courage and greater courage and discipline to listen mm-hmm. and hear the answer right. and responses. Mm-hmm. Well, there's a couple more, so hit those. Uh, for In the area of listening, do you feel like I'm paying attention to you daily? Also, in what ways do you feel like I'm not listening well? I've had to ask her that on numerous occasions, and she gives me her honest feedback. And again, it's a come-to-Jesus moment where I've got to confess and repent. And then finally... I think in time together and knowing Alicia's love language, quality time is huge. So I have to ask her, am I paying enough attention to you? And do you feel like I make you a priority or not? I just want to add something here because I feel like these are some of the great questions that we often feel like it's just a husband's job to do and to ask. But I think for us wives, we need to be asking these same questions to them. So I don't want to miss that. I want people to understand it takes both of us working. So I can, I can tell Dina tonight, the, you have to ask these <laughs> questions too. <laughs> be careful with that. Yeah, you know? yeah. Let's, let's ask That's Alicia how to go about getting that question asked. <laughs> yeah, I love when he, when he leads in that, then I want to follow. And mm. when, he follow, when I follow, I want to follow that example by asking him those same questions. That's good. So No, that's really good. Man, this has been a great two-day experience. Mm-hmm. And I do appreciate that vulnerability that you've brought. And as you described it, the millennial attitude of authenticity, mm-hmm. I mean, it's good. That's the way we should all be. Mm-hmm. Um, sometimes generationally, we, we ascribe too much, but there are things that are learned in a culture Absolutely. and that you pick up. And I think authenticity is a great thing. It's one of the reasons I'm so excited about the younger generation, mm-hmm. younger leadership in the church, because I think they are connecting in ways that older leadership failed to slow down and take notice of or to change behavior so that they're more real and allow people to attach to the gospel in easier ways. Well, a good conversation with D.A. and Alicia. And uh, Aaron, you speak to a lot of married couples. Um, how do you encourage them to ask questions like we heard from our guests uh, in that clip? It does take a lot of courage. Oh, for sure, John. It really does because you don't know what the answer is going to be. <laughs> and especially in this marriage relationship, we are so vulnerable. This relationship has more influence, impact, and, and especially impact on those vulnerable places in our life than any other relationship. So it takes a lot of courage to ask questions and ask for feedback because if we don't get feedback, well, then we don't know, are we hitting the mark? Mm. And also, like Greg said earlier, it's important to accept our spouse's influence, but how do we really know that unless we're asking questions and getting feedback? So it's important to ask questions, you know, kind of like they said, how can I improve my communication? How is my communication impacting you? You know, just being open to feedback on how am I showing up? Are you feeling valued? Greg and I recently, we were walking on a beach, not in Colorado, obviously, (laughs) but walking on a beach and Greg asked me, what's one thing I'm doing that you appreciate and what's one thing I can do to improve? 
as your husband. And Greg, you've referenced that question, you know, what's it like to live with me? And you seem to be really skilled at asking those questions. How do I do that without feeling like I'm going to get clobbered by the answers? Yeah, I think it's a matter of just being courageous and knowing that I know that there are blind spots in my life and I want to be aware of those because I do want to keep growing and learning and, and really hearing Aaron's perspective. Um, Aaron knows me better than anybody on the, this planet. She, and, and I trust that, that she does have my best interest in mind. I also know, and I'm aware that there'll be times that she will try to influence me because it's something that she really, mm-hmm. really wants. But I think at the end of the day that I do, I do trust her. I've seen her over the past 28 years. Aaron has a, has a gut that, that sometimes she can't even put into words why she's thinking this. And I've just learned to trust that. Well, the other, the other night she wakes me up at like one in the morning and, and apparently our, our 13 year old daughter had given our dog some ibuprofen, which is not good for the dog. And we (laughs) won't get in. Yeah. We won't try to explain why it just happened. And so Aaron goes, we need to take the dog in to the emergency room. And so my first thought, because this is how we're different. My first thought is, oh my gosh, I'm exhausted. I've got to be at work early. Do you know how much that's going to cost? So every part of me wanted to say, would you relax? Nothing's going to happen. I've never heard one dog that's died from ibuprofen, which I'm sure they have, but I'm just saying yeah, that yeah, I was yeah. going to yeah. try All to win her to my side. At 1.30 in the morning. But, but I'm telling you, there was, I just went, you know what, Aaron? If that's what your gut's telling you that we need to do, I'm with you. I'm just going to trust that. Let's just go. And so I think, I think there's this, there's, there's, there's a way in which that I, I want to show up in our marriage by by trusting Aaron's intuition, trusting her gut, and being open to that feedback, especially when it has something to do with me. It's hard, and I'm not going to lie. Of course, when she gives me that feedback, even walking on the beach, I asked her the question and. To hear the growth theory, every part of me wanted to go, what? Like, <laughs> I totally do that. Or why? But but just to to be open, I think it, it, it requires some humility mm-hmm. to go that, yeah, I don't have it all figured out. And she knows me the best. I know she loves me. And then just to be open, honestly open then to her feedback, just to take it in. What I've learned, the other part, I'm sorry, I'm going on and on. Um, cutting everybody else out of this conversation. <laughs> but a- another powerful thing that I've learned within what we're talking about is is to um, be open to Aaron's feedback, but simply because Aaron says it or feels it doesn't necessarily make it truth. And so what I've learned to do is to take that feedback and, and go straight to the Lord hmm. and just say, God, this is what I'm hearing. So I'm praying this. As she's talking, I'm going, God, confirm this or not, give me a peace or not. And I just love that he's really consistent. It, it just giving me a piece about, and I can even tell you, sadly, I'm not sure what you even said what was part of the growth area in my life. And I can't remember I remembered either. it for a couple of days, but, but all that to say, I really did pray about that. And I yeah. just felt God going, yeah, you're that she's right on. There's kind of a holy discontent in, in, in terms of being open to growth and yeah. to say, I'm not perfect. My wife would tell you I'm not perfect, and so she tells let's us talk about all that the time. Stuff. Let's let's talk about that and be honest. And yeah. it's key as your spouse, as you're if you're asking for feedback and your spouse is giving it to you, and it does trigger something inside of you, and you want to react mm. and you start reacting. Yeah. 
it is absolutely appropriate to say, hey, this is so important. Hold on and go and take care of your heart. Get it back open so you can hear the feedback. Otherwise, it's going to turn into an argument. It's not going to go well. It won't be effective. Yeah. Totally appropriate to just call a little time out, take care of you and come back. And I just remember, by the way, what she what she said, but I'm not going to tell anybody. That's, that's between <laughs> us. Okay. But I did just remember. Oh, I thought there was a big reveal to, uh, to be no, had here. It's between us. Okay. So now she's looking at me. I'll, well, I'll we'll, tell we'll, you when we'll we're wrap up. Home. Let me wrap up and then you two can talk here. So <laughs> you've heard you a lot of vulnerability from the Smalleys, also from the Hortons, and uh, we've got books by both. Um, the one that uh, the Hortons were talking about, Enter the Ring, we're making that available today as a gift back to you when you donate to Focus on the Family. Uh, so please support Focus on the Family, and we'll send that book to you. Contact us if you have any uh, issues that you just can't resolve. If you're, if you're thinking, I can't ask those questions, or you don't know my spouse, or I'm struggling, let us hear from you. 800-A-FAMILY will connect you with one of our caring Christian counselors. All the details about that book, donating, and more are in the show notes, by the way. And next time, Catherine Hill will be back describing how to build a healthy marriage. For now, I'm John Fuller, and on behalf of the Smalleys and the rest of the team, thanks for listening to the Focus on the Family Marriage Podcast.